date of recording, the 22nd of March, 2021. Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Media with Vedant Akari. For today's episode, we're talking about the iCarly revival. And my guest for today is Matt Filer. Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show. Hey, Vedant. Hey, listeners. So cool to uh, be here for a second time. Of course, you just want to introduce yourself really quickly. Sure. So I am Matthew Filer. I am a huge iCarly fan, was and still am, and looking forward to the revival. Currently, I work in the media world, and I work on three independent podcasts and help edit and help promote the, pro- the projects. And I'm super happy to be talking with you today. Before we get to the revival, could you just explain your history with iCarly and any other Dan Schneider shows? Yes. Yeah, so starting even back with the Amanda show, I watched Drake, Bale, and Josh Pex when they were on the show. And then they had Drake and Josh. And then Miranda Cosgrove starred on that show. And then from Drake and Josh, there was iCarly. So I loved iCarly. And then I also watched Victorious. I didn't get to the Sam and Cat really show much. I think I was a little too old at that point. But I watched iCarly and I was like glued to the screen. I loved all the episodes. I would always on Saturday nights when the new premiere was, you know, eight o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock, whenever they had the new episode, I would always watch my brother. And it was like a big deal. Like Saturday night watching iCarly was like my teenage years. Um, that's when I look back when I was like 12, 13, 14, it was iCarly. That was what my weekend excitement consisted of. And I just loved the show. I loved Miranda Cosgrove watching her on screen and being interested in media and the show being revolved around two friends, Carly and Sam, who created their own web show. I was very awesome and very cool. And I liked the technical aspects of it. And now that I work in media, I kind of contribute my, or I kind of attribute my interest in media so much from Nickelodeon, specifically from my colleagues. It's like a show about a show. And it's very cool and very wonderful to know that it's coming back because I missed it. So how has your perception of the show changed from teenagehood to adulthood today? That's a good question. So I was one of those kids that would watch episodes over and over again. So I, like I mentioned before, I would watch the new episodes, but I also watched Nickelodeon during the week when they were just repeats. And I remember so many times of so many memories of my mom walking in and she's like, you're watching this episode again, really Matt? Or she would be like, oh, I remember this. Or she's like, wait, what's the ending to this one? And like, I knew everything because I would just watch these episodes in and out and like would watch them over and over again because I watched Nickelodeon so much as a kid. Um, And I thought as a kid, it was really funny. Like that humor was just really funny to me. And I think it still is to me now. I haven't watched the episodes too much now just because I'm interested in other content and things that are more relevant to me and my age and where I am in life right now. But to sort of look back on that show at times and think back to it, I think it's very funny because I think it totally matched my sense of humor as a teenager at that time. It totally matched my sense of entertainment, what I wanted TV to give me. Also, I have a younger brother who's 10 years younger than me. So he's kind of in that middle school, early teenhood stage of his life. And he sometimes rewatches iCarly. And when I hear different snippets or watch a few moments with him, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so funny that I thought this was hilarious because he's like laughing away. And obviously it's things I still find that's funny, but it's just always very interesting to look back on a show and say, well, this is, this is my life. And this is what defines my entertainment when I was a kid. And now to look back on it and still find it funny and interesting and still be so excited that a show like this is coming back, I think really defines 
and shows how much it meant to me when I watched it as a kid. When I was a kid, I really liked the humor and it's still funny today. It's just not my cup of tea anymore, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's totally valid because you've grown up and there's you're at a different stage of life and there's different things that interest you. You want to watch different things on TV. Maybe there's different content and media that's more relevant to your life and what you're interested in. And there are even times, again, where my brother will be watching not only iCarly, but other Nickelodeon shows. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this was me. Oh, like how, like why? And I just like, I kind of like cringe. I'm like, oh, this is what I felt to be so funny. And this is what I you know, liked, and this is what he likes. So I can't judge him because this is what he likes and this is his age of life, but it's just always so funny. So, but I think what you said totally is valid. It makes sense. And I totally agree with you. When I approached adulthood, I started to watch shows starring adults. Whereas when I was a teenager or even a kid, I watched shows with kid protagonists or teen protagonists. So there's that level of disconnect now. Right. For sure. For sure. And it's so funny to say that because I used to always think of like NBC shows and like Fox shows and ABC shows as like, being you know like so adult like and too far in and now it's like oh like one of my favorite shows on nbc for example is this is us and by the way the direct the show producer dan fogelman grew up in my town so i always like to connect that awesome but and he went to my camp that i worked at it's, it's like a whole thing but um it's just but it's just it's really interesting because now i feel I'm totally flipped where when I think about Disney and Nickelodeon and, you know, the Cartoon Network, I'm like, yeah, like it's cool. And it's, it's interesting. And I wouldn't mind, for example, working in a field, like I find children entertainment because I like working with kids and I also like entertainment media. So to be on the like creating and content producing side, I feel like that'd be really a, a really nice niche for me. Um, and is something I'm considering for future work. And then going off of that, like when I heard that iCarly was coming back initially, I was like, well, I liked iCarly, but it's a kid's show. Like, I don't think I'd watch it again. But then when they were saying that it's more for adults and more for the generation that watched it, and it's going to be a, like for viewers of our generation above and adult content, um, I was quite surprised to hear that. But it's also very interesting when a show is for a younger generation and they're up upping it. So that takes a lot of work and a lot of thinking for sure to make sure it's age appropriate and that they're taking all the concepts and keeping the storyline because otherwise it would feel like a very different show but then they're bringing it to that generation that's growing up and i think also for the actors sake like so when you like watch the first episode and you see nathan kress and janet mccurdy and miranda cosgrove especially nathan kress with like his little voice like yes. puberty <laughs> right and then you watch the last episode and they're adults you know it's the show was on i think 2007 to 2012 yep so and they were in that teenage hood so they were literally just the viewers are around their same age maybe a few years older the actors and actresses but it was they were getting older and maturing. I feel like they wouldn't necessarily want to return to a kid's show because they've probably had other gigs and they've worked in different shows and different had different positions. And even like Nathan Chris, for example, he's gotten married. So to return to be like a little kid who's who's the web director, the web technical director of the show, like that just, I feel like wouldn't really fit for him and his acting career either. So I think it's both ends you have to think about the actors, the actresses, where they are, even though they're acting as different characters, but like what would make sense both for them, but also for the viewers and make sure that holistically it's adding up and making sense. Going back to the original show, what are your favorite episodes of iCarly? So one that comes to mind right away is the bloopers episode. I know it sounds so silly. And like, why would that be one of your favorite? But I always love the mess ups, A, because I found them to be so funny, but I think it's called iBloopers, but also yeah. because, yeah. But also I think it, showed me that TV is fun and TV work isn't always serious and you always watch what's edited and what ends up being, but it's sort of 
those that episode showed you that you know people make mistakes we're all humans and like you know things happen um i liked the episode of I April Fools, which was like Spencer was like doing all these tricks on all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Also, the I Dream of Dance, that was like towards the very beginning where they were like all dancing in their dreams. Um, that was yeah. really funny. Yeah, so that's the third episode. So the very, episode. very early. Very, very early. Um, very, very early on in the series. I also liked I Want to Break a World Record. Oh, that was a good episode. Where Spencer tries to like break a world record. And of course, I partied with Victorious where yes. they did a combo of, of iCarly and Victorious characters that was really wonderful. Um, I really like, I, I think I'm going to go now since yeah, I think you're still I want to hear. I want to hear. So I think my favorite episode, and I was watching this about a week ago, is I Open a Restaurant. Mm. Mm. It's just super funny that Gibby opened this <laughs> restaurant in the school basement. It's kind of like Breaking Bad vibes. <laughs> right, right. Breaking Bad vibes here. Right, right, right. And I, I also like I Party with Victorious. I've, I've seen it one time when I was a kid, and I shock America. I like that as a kid. Do you remember that where Gibby had Gibby's on the Jimmy Fallon show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was one thing. They had so many different characters. And, you know, come on, you know, famous actors and actresses come on and that on that show, which is so like they had First Lady Michelle Obama yes. on the show. They had one direction. They had that character, Fred, who was like the oh YouTube my God, sensation. Fred. Yeah. I also like the episode where I, I think it's an episode where I don't remember the exact episode, but it's like Carly wakes up and she sees that uh, there's an iGibby web show now. I don't remember the exact name of the episode, but I like that one. OK, I don't totally remember, but. Remember also there was the I take on Dingo. There was like a new producer that came and there was like the dinosaur and he was like, hi, I'm Dingo. And I was just like, do you remember that? The blue dinosaur. And I really also liked that episode because it was a very different type of episode because they started off sort of behind the scenes. So it was like a behind the scenes of creating a new show and they were going to make it probably totally different. But yeah, and I believe in Bigfoot where they uh, go out and try to find Bigfoot. I beat the heat where there's like that super crazy heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. The iCarly Awards. Yeah. And also, I Sam's mom and Jane and Jane Lynch was started Sam's mom. Oh, I didn't know that was Jane Lynch. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I, I really like Jane Lynch on The Weakest Link. She's she's very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her whole Victorious gang came on with I Party with Victoria. So also all Neville and the whole Neville thing. Oh, Neville! You know, I read this conspiracy theory on Twitter that in the revival, Neville's going to be part of QAnon or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's funny. There was also that kid Chuck who was like Spencer's like worst enemy. Oh yeah, that kid who, yeah. I think Carly made him fail a math test. Was yeah, because the they created a new number. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got dwarf, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch uh, I Go to Japan as a kid? Yes, yes, yes. That was very interesting. Um, yeah, I remember that was like they, there was- they it was some Jap. It was some Web Award show in Japan. Yeah, but they kind of got lost in the middle of nowhere, and they had to find their way back to the hotel or where the awards were taking place. And it was like all this crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I liked about all these Dan Schneider shows. Is that same with Drake and Josh with like the Hollywood episode? They did movies also, or they did longer episodes. So not only did you get your weekly episode, sometimes they did a back to back, or sometimes they do a really long episode or a movie. And that was. I think I fight Shelby Marks was more of a movie. I Party with Victorious was a longer episode. So normally kids have shorter attention spans and they can't you know, be watching for that long. But you know, to do something that's a little bit longer, kind of captivate somebody for longer and just continue their love for 
a show is really cool. And I think two more episodes I want to mention is I think Sam checks into a mental institute because she realizes uh, her feelings for Freddie. Yes, yes, yes. And there was the character from The Big Bang Theory. Yes, Jim Parsons. Yes, yes. Literally, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I think he was, I remember this monologue he was saying about making one big North Virginia or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was funny uh, too. Yes, it was so funny. That's what also I liked about iCarly is like also like the, the, um, I, the penny teas and the spaghetti and meatballs, right? Spaghetti tacos. Spaghetti tacos, right. So it's just like, there's all these like little things about the show and all these sayings are like, you just think of like Gibby and it's like, okay, he's just gonna like, just Gibby. It's just like funny and like his tummy, like, you know, just in like, and like Guppy, the little kid, like, just, <laughs> or, or like Neville and Toppenod or Rue the Day. Like, there's just like these little things that like you just remember and you're just like, yeah. Like, you know, they made so many impressions. They had so many sayings or things to remember that just continued like in different episodes or showed up and that's what was really awesome about the show that it was not only the show but it was there was like this community if you like watched like harley you knew about these jokes you knew about these different things that they mentioned and it's just it makes you feel special when you could like talk about it with your friends because you're not just talking about the plot but there's things about the show and different sayings that just stick yeah and i guess the final episode i want to mention is uh i start a fan war mm, where they go to the some kind of webcon yes and... Credit. It's like some of the people were yelling Credit, and then some of them were yelling Seti. So, and there was also a big thing with the show. Like, was Freddie going to be with Sam? Or was Freddie going to be with Carly? And that was always such a big part of the show. Who liked who? And then towards the beginning of the series, Carly and Freddie definitely seemed like they were going to be a thing, or they were. They liked each other. And then towards the end of the series, Carly, uh, Sam, and Freddie dated, and were a couple for a few episodes. So, it just you know, that was another thing they incorporated that love aspect um, into the show. Also, are you team? Creddy or Seti? Creddy. Yes. What about you? I don't know. I mean, I, I like both of them, but, you know, he's been trying to get her since the very beginning. So I guess there is that too. Like, yeah. Creddy, Team Creddy. Yeah. And they're going to both be starring on the revival. So you never know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Who's your favorite character, by the way? Mine is, I, th I think mine is Gibby. <sighs> See, if you asked 13, 14 year old Matthew and then now Matthew, 22 year old Matthew, I think there'd be a very like wide difference. I think it's 13, 14. I just really liked Carly. Um, I just liked her personality. And as a young teenage boy, she was just somebody that I was like, yeah, Carly is really cool. Um, from that perspective, I think now, I think Freddie is a really cool character. I just liked how he does all the technical side, especially now that I'm, like I mentioned before, that I'm interested in podcasting and all the technical side. I feel like it's just very similar. Um, also Spencer's character, especially like that he was also on, I mentioned that Miranda Kajlov was on Drake and Josh as Megan, but also Spencer, Crazy Steve, was also on Drake and Josh. That's another reason why I watched the show, because I knew two of the characters, but also Spencer's character. Did, like he, that everything like would always go on fire, and that also, like, remember that? that? He would just like yes. burn everything, and he was always just like this crazy older brother of Carly that like wasn't really responsible for her, and she sometimes had to take responsible for him, and he was just like a crazy person, just like, his character is also just like very, he was, always had like the humor also, so those are the two characters that probably now, and especially that they're both coming back, I'm really excited to see them, their characters yeah, back in action. That reminds me, I really liked the episode as a kid, where Spencer sets fire to their Christmas tree and then Cardi uh, wishes that he was normal and then she regrets that. <laughs> right, 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 right. I guess it was a good thing that he's not normal because when we saw that he was normal, also I wouldn't make the show, the show as fun, but yeah. And yeah. again, most of the episodes that I mentioned, I haven't watched them in 
years. So my opinion could be different if I rewatch them. Just want to clarify that. Right. I want to clarify that also. I think it'll be so interesting. I might consider watching back certain episodes, especially based on the revival. They make certain jokes. I'm like, I forgot what that episode was about or what that subplot was about. Or, huh, I want to kind of see how it was then. And now, especially that Nickelodeon produced and Dan Schneider produced iCarly. And now the revival of iCarly is going to be or is being produced through Paramount, CBS. And I know that that platform came out in early March. So, Oh, no. I also think the revival is going to poke fun at the show, too. They'll be like, you remember when we had Fred on the show? Like yeah, 13, yeah. 14 years ago? Right, right, right. Oh, gosh. Fred. Oh, oh, this is a 2007 show. Just want to clarify. If this is what, like, being old feels like, interesting. I mean, nice, because you have all these memories, and it really brings you down memory lane. But, like, when I think of 2007, that's when my brother was born. And I was nine years old you would have been i guess what seven seven and just that's so crazy 2007 feels so long ago yet i feel like to some other people 2007 was like eh, not so long ago it doesn't sound like that long ago but when you think about it it feels like a long time ago. right 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 and everything that's happened in between especially covid yeah (laughs) yeah it's like i have a cousin born in 2006 and he's 15 he just turned 15 and it feels insane it's crazy crazy but i'm excited to see the show come back and it'll be really interesting to see how they make the show in current times they announced that they added two new characters to the show one i think who was new carly's new best friend and then one who is freddie's daughter this freddie's going to be having a kid in the show that you've mentioned stepdaughter 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 yeah, and that's I guess, why we need each other. We correct each other. Yeah, this yes. is good. <laughs> and, my sidekick, Vadan. <laughs> yes, exactly. And from what I read, uh, Carly's new best friend and roommate is pansexual, which is incredible. Were there any plot points that you came up with before all these details came out? I didn't. I was actually kind of confused because I was thinking, why would they bring iCarly back? It kind of made sense, like during the years that they had the show. Now with streaming services, like are, would people really watch web shows? And there's so many ways of sort of creating media. Would they be like recreating their web show? Or like, I was kind of really confused, but maybe as time goes on, some of the pieces will fill, fill in. And then I guess once the show actually arrives on live stream, there'll be more uh, information as the show actually evolves. Again, in my first episode about iCarly revival of first impressions, I mentioned how this has a ton of potential because like you mentioned, the internet has changed a lot in the past nine or so years since the show ended. It could be a commentary about that with saying stuff like, hey, remember Fred? Remember when we had Fred on the show? Remember when we had One Direction on the show? So it might be an homage to that stuff a lot. It's like cringy, um, late 2000s humor could be referenced here and there. I think they would definitely be smart to include references of the old show because then they'll pull their old fans back and sort of keep it old, but then also bring back, you know, the current fresh plot of the show, which is, you know, what the new show is going to involve with it being a brand new show they're creating and recording. Speaking of uh, stuff from the old show, what do you think about Sam's disappearance in this? Because I know Jen McCurdy said she retired because she didn't want to be in the revival. Yeah, I also heard, I don't know if this was a rumor, but I heard that she had just bad experiences, unfortunately, on set. Um, and she wasn't very fond of her time and she didn't always want to go into acting. It wasn't something she wanted to do for her whole life. So um, yeah, it's sad because Sam and Carly were like the two main characters and that there's going to be a new best friend. Like that's just so strange to me because I knew Carly and Sam as being like the two. It's like sort of in real life when you know two people who are like hip to hip in high school or like college and they don't like, chat anymore or whatever and you're like what like them too what 
So sort of like the same thing. It's like Carly and Sam, like you just like see them as like, they were the best friends. They're the ones who did everything together. And now, you know, that's going to be a new best friend, you know, but people also grow and mature and change her being, you know, the kid that was always like, you know, misbehaving and getting in trouble, whatever. Like that was always like its own thing also an own plot. And I feel like some people who struggled in school or just kind of like wanted to be like too cool for school or whatever, kind of connected with that. So I feel like there were people, especially the people who really like steady, like we were talking about earlier. So yeah, I feel like when you think of like Harley Stan was such a big part of that with her being one of the main characters. So it's going to be really sad, but also like, I want to respect her decision as, you know, choosing to do her own life. And I'm sure it's hard, especially with the cast being together, especially if she was close with them, but it's been a few years. And like I was saying earlier, you know, people, those actors and actresses need to make their own decisions also and uh, make sure that something adds up to their career and life goals also. I agree. It is sad that Sam won't be in the revival, but I want to respect Zara McCurdy's decision here because it, it's for her own well-being, then it's for her own well-being. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see without the show. So maybe she'll like star in a show randomly or pop up here or there or be referenced. I don't know. It'll be interesting if the producers choose to reference Sam or because she's not coming back, kind of they're going to have a sour taste in their mouth, like in real life, and they're going to sort of not going to even reference her. So that would be very interesting if like the old characters talk about Sam at all. If there's anything about Sam or like mentioned about Sam, whether directly or indirectly, um, or if it's totally just like, okay, she's not coming back to the show. So we're just going to like really like let her character like retire and we're just like doing our own thing and not like looking at the past too much. So yeah, it'll be very interesting. To I guess compare and that dichotomy, but yeah. Yeah, I guess I have three theories about Sam. I think the first one, which is the most common one I've seen online is that Sam's in jail. <laughs> right, right, right. Which would not be surprising at all. And the second one is that she had some kind of a falling out with Carly because Carly moved mm-hmm. to Italy for right. her dad, for her dad, right. For the army or the and, Navy, the Navy. And the third one, I, this is kind of wild, but Freddie has a stepdaughter. And so I feel like maybe it's Sam's daughter, but Freddie has to take care of her. This might sound very wild, but it might happen. They have to reference Sam in some sort of way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I didn't know it was a stepdaughter when you corrected me before. So I'm sure there'll be a whole thing. It's like an adult show, like who was the mother? Like what happened? So yeah, it'll be interesting. Also, Spencer's getting a lot older. So, I mean, he could still just like be Carly's older brother, but I wonder if they're going to take that into account because I feel like there's so much entertainment that could happen from Spencer's character, just sort of like being home and like putting things on fire and like just like going to junkyards and hanging out with young kids and like, I don't know. So it'll be very interesting also to see like if his character matures at all or sort of stays as like the crazy older brother that he was. So yeah, I I, I presume he'll be like 40, 45-ish in this right. revival. So it'd be right. maybe he suffers like a midlife crisis. Right. Right. That could be. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder what Carly will be, because right, because technically at the end of the show, she went back to Italy. So they'll have to, you know, talk about her coming back and what her experience would be in Italy was or why she chose to come back after spending some time on base with her dad or in that area. Um, and I wonder if she like is in college or graduated or is working or if she's just working in the media world or yeah, there's so many questions we could go like on and on. I feel like all day and I'm sure there's like so many people who are listening to this right now and they're like, then what about this and that? You didn't touch about this. So there's so many aspects of the show, especially if you are huge fans like Vidant and I, where I'm sure there's so many things we're even missing because there was just so much to the show. Is there is there any show? So yeah. Yeah. And since this show is expected to take a darker turn, um, a, a theory that I had in my other episode is that Carly's washed up and it ended up being partially true because Freddie's stepdaughter sees Carly as washed up. 
Do you think that Carly's going to be washed up or at least try to recapture that iCarly fame? It's going to be hard because she went to Italy and I think iCarly was so popular, you know, even if you think of the fan like Manny and there's so many, you know, when they went out to the highway and they tried to like hold the sign in front of the TV studio and then they got, there was like a, there was a competition. I think it was like Sam and Carly, they were like holding the sign in front of the TV studio, that like that famous kid show. And then I think it was Spencer and Freddie and they like got a sign by the highway, but then it ended up saying P on Carl. So I don't know if you remember that, but you know, so it, it was definitely a very popular show, both like in real life, but also like within the show's like life. Um, but then she went to Italy. So it's going to be very hard, I feel like, for her to come back. And when you are on a base like that and being or surrounding yourself in the with Navy life, I'm sure that's very serious and it's very hard. So they have to take all that into consideration, I'm sure, or PTSD, anything like that. And then to come back and sort of like be like, hey, I'm back here, you know, I'm sure it's very hard. So it might, that might even be a plot, like sort of her trying to get back to where she was after, you know, being both emotionally in her own life, but also, you know, with other media platforms sort of advancing and becoming popular when she was absent in that space. So yeah, maybe. TV, yeah. TVweb.com says that it's going to be said during the modern TikTok era and that Freddie's stepdaughter is obsessed with social media. So they could do something like that where, uh, they're trying to remake the show or revive the show, but it's just right. not working because right. the audience has changed and the internet has changed. Right, right. Something that just popped into my head is that uh, Sam, if they decide to reference her, I think it'd be interesting if, you know, she, ha she had a juvenile history, right? She, had, she was a juvenile criminal as a kid. She had a criminal record. So I'm wondering if that's going to like bite her when she's an adult or something. Right, might, right. That might right. be interesting. Yeah, or her mom just led her down the wrong path and inspired her to do bad. Yeah. Oh, Jane Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very common story where, you know, adults cannot move on because of right. stuff they did when they were teenagers. Right, right, right. And if that baggage or, yeah, yeah. Matt Filer, I think we're done talking about pretty much everything we wanted to discuss here. Again, we don't have a ton of details as of recording, so who knows what will happen. And we were just speculating and taking things to not be like mad and said, blah, blah, blah. And if you do have any thoughts that I guess something that you heard that you didn't think about or something that you think that we're wrong about and you have a different idea, definitely comment. Um, we'd be, I, I know for me and I'm sure Vedant, you know, just knowing you, I'm sure it's always interesting to hear from people after they listen, what ideas they have, ideas based on what we have. And I'm interested to hear what you have to share also. So, you know, go ahead. In yeah, a nice definitely. way, in a nice way, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> All right, Matt Filer, again, thank you so much for doing this second episode about the iCarly revival. I really appreciate it. Matt, I've been on twice. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm like part of the family now. So I don't know if you've had other people on multiple times. I think uh, three times is the most I've had somebody on the show. Oh, oh so, so, so I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll see other guests. Uh, we'll see. All right, thank All right. you, Matt. <laughs> thanks, Vidant, and thanks for everybody for listening, and thank you for having me again. Be well, everyone.